0: Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast on one of your favorite platforms, I'm glad you're here. At this time, I would like to thank our partners and sponsors for their dedication to helping the show to grow. We cannot do what we do without their help. You've reached the Millennium Beat My name is Kevin James. I'm the host today On the computer I have Joseph Almeida And I'm saying it right I hope Perfect Alright Almeida He gave it to me phonetically So I couldn't mess it up So, <laughs> Joseph we've been friends for many years I, I did an interview with you and your wife You were down in West Palm Beach at the time And uh, let me see I, I did some statistics we we did two shows, they aired, actually show number one was 36 and 37, aired September 27th and October 4th of 2020. So yeah. as almost three years ago. Um, first of all, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Um, so in the last three years, what the heck has happened to you guys? Because you're no longer in Florida. And you sure, look I'm, like you yourself, you've grown a little bit of...
1: I know. I, I I might have the beer. I mean, I have glasses now. Uh, okay. I'm in Pennsylvania now. We we actually live in Buck
0: County, Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. So so it gets a little bucky out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of deer and, uh, uh,
1: yeah. you know, you always got to watch out for the ticks. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll find them in your hair and you, know, you to get Ooh. them out. But um, yeah, no, I mean, so
0: I, 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 I got to ask, I got to ask this question, so I know you know that I'm going to get a bus. I'm, I'm working on it. I was supposed to get one. Kind of made yeah. some financial decisions I thought were right, kind of weren't right, and uh, that that fell through. So, but I'll get one. So, do you have room for a 40 foot bus in your in your driveway? We honestly do.
1: So we we actually live in a farmhouse. Okay, um, we're we're renting, but it's 4.6. Yeah. 6- so okay, yeah, so
0: you, got you have to park a bus or a few. Okay. a few buses. <laughs> okay, well, I just we'll get into a topic of your uh, what you do for living, living now and stuff like that. Just like your 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 company that you do stuff for is very famous. there's a company dealing with with RVs called Harvest Host, and Harvest Host is they partner with people that have farms and orchards and groves and. And whatever and museums and actually I've even heard churches that you can actually go stay and you spend overnight. And then if they have a tour or something like that, they recommend highly recommended you take their tour for $19.95 or something, or you make a donation to their church. But you stay you basically stay there for, for one night, which is great if you're going from point A to Z, you get different stopping points. So so I'm planning out my trip to New England and you're you're and you're and I want to do another interview with you and your your lovely wife. So but yeah. uh so you moved there uh you moved there almost right after our last interview, didn't you?
1: Yeah, so we moved in 2021 uh month of June. So Okay, we, so yeah, it was a little later, about a year uh, almost. About a year of the following summer. Yeah, so like we had our podcast with you and and mm-hmm. I think in the time after the pandemic, we were just praying about our future. Me and my wife, Kirsten, who, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Was,
1: uh, I'm glad that we were on the podcast together. Um, yeah. And yeah, we just were praying about, like, what are our next steps, you know, as far okay. as like, do we want to stay in Florida? Like, do we want to have a family? Do we want to raise it in Florida or Pennsylvania? So she right. has roots in Pennsylvania, I think.
0: Okay. You remember when we shared in the well, podcast? They always say we have a friend in, P- in Pennsylvania. So, yeah,
1: you got a friend, of- exactly.
0: We got I like two the of them.
1: A Christmas song where it's like, uh, a to Pennsylvania with some pumpkin pie. You know, that one. Um, but-
0: I've never heard that one, but, uh, <laughs> and then um, you're not the only one that I know in Pens- Pennsylvania. I, I think there is a guy. That has a church, and I can't—I don't remember where it is right off the top of my head, and I can't look it up. But so I know a couple of people in Pennsylvania, so I could spend—I could spend a few weeks there because between doing an interview again with you and then them yeah. and the church and the convent they usually have a conference called the Gathering. I think that's in Pennsylvania or New York, but, but you're all New York is close to you, anyway. The northeast, yeah. The northeast, yeah. Yeah. So you're from so. Boston, right? And I'm from originally from Boston, and I like to take a trip up there one more time and. But I do us, I do. Whether it's after the conversation we had with, with you and your wife, or but I do remember that you were talking about going to Pennsylvania. It was something yeah. in the in the plan. So it was
1: something the plan. It happened, you know, by God's grace. We, um, you know, I got a job opportunity, which I'm working now. So I work at a school called Faith Christian Academy, and okay. I'm an academic advisor and counselor and a Bible teacher. Oh. So, yeah, it's really awesome. I, I, I teach cool. eighth graders a Bible class and a high school prep class. So the school that I work at is sixth to twelfth graders. And okay. so my main role is academic advising. So I help students like create schedules. I help seniors figure out your okay. plan, like post wow. high school, host college fairs, trade fairs, uh, things like that. Uh, wow. Yeah one reason that God, you know, brought us up here was that job opportunity. Also, right. Just have a change of pace. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're more, and now in a rural area when you met us in our apartment, it was like, Oh yeah. It was in a city. So I think the first year was a bit of adjustment. Um, but then, you know, well, I mean, it's still, it's always gonna be adjustment, but I think after the year two, like now we're on year, starting year three, Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, you know, just learning about the culture, like the Four Seasons, which is nice.
0: Right. Um, oh, yeah. yes, definitely nice. Yes.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, no, we found a church community here. Uh, okay. My wife found a job. She works for an adoption um, agency. So okay. she's a post-permanency care specialist. So what she does is she helps families um, that have adopted uh, mm-hmm. kids get services. Okay. So yeah, no, we're definitely kind of in the social work counseling field. And like we talked about before we started airing, I do work for BetterHelp and Talkspace, they're counseling platforms. Okay. online.
0: Yes, and I've heard of them, and I told you why, you know, uh, Michael Rosenbaum with his um, podcast that he does. Which is, anybody that's listening, who's Michael Rosenbaum? Well, it's Lex Luthor of Smallville <laughs> and Tom Welling, from, which has happened to be um, Clark Kent. So, and they do a rewatch. And they're in season three right now. And uh, it was neat because, you know, you watch a show, they talk about it. So that's pretty cool. And, and their sponsors yeah. is Better Health. And that's really cool. One of the things I, I was thinking of something, and I actually probably forgot it already, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, going to Pennsylvania and stuff like that. The weather's nice. It's it, you, like we have here in Florida, as you know, uh, Oh, yeah, I know what I want to say, but I'll <laughs> say this first. Um, you know, we have, we have summer and maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas. And that's it. You know, it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's like short weather every single yeah. day. And I have been living in here for almost 30 years now, actually next June, it will be 30 years. Oh, so gotcha. June 24th, 2024, I moved here in June 24th. Uh, no, not even 2000. It was 1994. Wow. So, so uh, I've been here for 30 years. It's been amazing. But but um,
1: so you are yeah. a Florida man.
0: No, <laughs> well, actually, after that date, I will have lived here in Florida longer than I did Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, it's just uh, I guess that what I was supposed to ask you must be not important because I keep forgetting it. So, <laughs> but you know, in in general, it is. Oh, I know what it was. Now, when we talked last, you. And then when we, I knew you, I don't even remember exactly when I met you. It was at a life youth camp, which doesn't exist anymore. They were right. sold. They were bought I, out I, by I, another company. Thank yeah. you. It's still around as that new company. I know the Stephen family have nothing to do with it anymore at all. I think maybe I heard rumors that Bobby might be still there, but that's about it.
1: I think I heard that. Like I think when a letter came out
0: to some. Yeah. 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 yeah that's uh, it. But my point was this is if I remember right, weren't you on the music team? Didn't you play a guitar yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I
1: play guitar. I was on the worship team. I um, I, I did chapels for the students. Yeah. Primary to high school age. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, now, so you're you're very musically inclined. Now, you, but you haven't mentioned it. Are you doing anything anymore with music? You know, it's so funny. I don't do music anymore, which no? I don't know
1: what that is. Um, I've gotten more to my other hobbies, like playing soccer.
0: Right. Know- well, that was always your big one right. anyway. I know that you were a big World Cup, or what's the country that you follow? Uh, um, yeah. Po- Portugal? Is it yep. Portugal? Yeah. yeah. I remember that. You were a big soccer fan. And I played soccer in, in junior high and high school. And I yeah, like. You're a
1: right halfback, right? I think you
0: talked about that last back. That's, that's right. I got again. Anyway, get I remember. That, wow. Jeez. Hey, that is <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm impressed.
1: Hopefully, your, <laughs> yeah. your memory will be refined.
0: Yeah. The- well, the funny thing about it is, do you remember w- if I was Junior Varsity or Varsity when I scored that goal? Oh, I don't remember, actually. I was actually in Varsity at that time, but Junior Varsity needed my help. So I went okay. down to Junior Varsity, <laughs> okay. and, and that's where I scored. I, I could still see it in my head now. It was my only score. <laughs> <laughs> but you like soccer and stuff. And you did musical music and stuff like that, not musical. I just got done watching Star Trek, and they had a musical on Star Trek. call the the something uh, Subspace Rhapsody. And actually, it was really, really good. It was really good. Well, they're basing it off of um, Buffy the Vampire did a musical, and that was like, they set set the bar, so it was like really good. Flash has done musicals, then obviously Glee, but that's a whole different type of show, but uh, Flash did a musical, uh, Buffy did a musical, and then there was a few other you know, they pulled it off it could have been a grand grand slam or a dud to the outfield, you know. Um, but I, I've already watched the show three times already. I, I and they're not type of music that I normally listen to, but they did it really, really well. It was like there was like a story being told in the songs. Yeah. Whoever wrote the songs, I mean, it wasn't like they were playing songs that you could say, "I oh, I've heard that song before." No, yeah. these were originally written for the cast and they, so mm-hmm. i think they did and a lot of them they have talent they can actually sing That's and the a, funny thing the funny the most funniest part was is they had the klingons doing like a boy band okay <laughs> it, was, it was it's something i can't remember what they called it a guy who did a review and it, it was just funny you know his biggest cr- critique was the fact that they didn't do as many different genres they kept it kind of pretty much the same but yeah. far far as i'm was concerned it was really 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 good and and uh i'm glad i'll, I'll own that season anyway so it will be in my collection but so so okay so we'll go back to your story again is uh you um don't really do any music anymore but you are in still teaching still Let's in the bi- saying counseling,
1: like yep, counseling at the christian school counseling through better help and talk space
0: which is a, a blessing so tell me a little bit about the difference between BetterHelp and what was the call, call again? Or? Talkspace. Yeah. So better
1: BetterHelp, I've been um, with them for about um, two, two years. Talkspace, mm-hmm. I started at the beginning of this year. Um, and I just wanted to have like two different platforms just to see the experience. But right. BetterHelp is, um, and Talkspace are the same teletherapy platforms. You can still receive counseling at home okay. or in the car, at work, at the park. So it's virtual. You can log in from your phone or computer. Um, but yeah, through BetterHelp, um, there seems to be more of like self-pay or employment assistance programs, Mm but Talkspace, they open it up to more, um, insurance plans because in Talkspace, you have like a psychiatrist on there. You can have like a nurse practitioner. So they kind of work almost like a clinic where I'm a mental health counselor. So, um,
0: talk therapy, but that's kind of the differences. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And you enjoy yeah. it, obviously. I mean, that's what it's you awesome. like to do. So, you know, and then yep. you work for the school and you do that kind of stuff. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in in the church world for you. I mean, you have time to do anything for the church or? Yeah,
1: or, you know. uh, no, that's a great question. Um, so we, we're attending a church here. It's a small church, um, about like 30 to 40 people. It's close okay. to us. Um, I did play a little music um at the start they do a lot of hymns and traditional songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I help out with communion, I do Sunday school with middle schoolers, but yeah, no, um we're in the middle of um having a church planner. uh, okay. going to be, you know, uh transferring um the pastoral leadership to a uh, a pastor who just got a seminary. So he's coming in September. So that's exciting. And actually from Germany. Oh um, wow. Which pretty cool. Um and uh yeah but no me and my wife are attending and um it's a great community um but it's a, it's i could tell it's um you know like and i'm sure you know this too kevin like church is it looks different in every community you're in right, right. like right. in florida what i've realized is it's a lot more like outreach and you're always depending mm-hmm. on like where you're at you know like mm-hmm. so we came from more like a non-denominational maybe Mm -hmm. evangelistic background baptist whereas now we're actually going we're attending a presbyterian church okay um it's new it's different but it still is christ-centered and it's something that i think fits the mold of our community more like maybe i know boston northeast different but we're in a rural um Mm -hmm. area so you know the church is like you know there's not really like microphone there's no screens it's like oh. paper you know uh <laughs> right like hymns on paper so like wow you know it's mic'd up there's like yeah live, there's you know music so it's definitely a different culture but right. uh, it's still there's still christ in the midst of it which is a
0: blessing yeah oh that's cool so I don't know. I was thinking about tell me a little bit about the community itself. I mean, like yeah. I grew up in Massachusetts. We had forty thousand. We were paper mill, plastic, you know, city kind of thing. And then now Vero yeah. Beach was a little bit more touristy, you know, when I live And then all the city I live in now is is country, but not really rural. Not like when I lived up in Massachusetts. It's you know, I mean, everything here in Florida. I mean, I I could it take me to get to my office. Normally takes me twelve to fifteen minutes. But sometimes it could take me a half an hour and I have to take another exit because there's a sign that says stop traffic one mile ahead. And, and I four is one of the worst roads in the world to be on. I have more traffic problems now living up here than I've ever wow. had in, in living in Massachusetts. You know, oh and that's how bad it's, it's I four. And I'm only about tech to like 30 something miles outside of Orlando. And, and, and in my house, I'm, I'm, um, 25 miles outside of Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, how I always tell people is my house is halfway to Daytona Beach. I mean, yeah, if you went from my house to Daytona Beach or my house to Lake Mary, which is where yes. I work at a TV station, they're at the exact same distance. So I oh. could work if I had to, I could work in Daytona Beach. You know, nice. But I, but I don't. But you know, so yeah. so so the community. You' a small church. I understand that. You know, and yeah, old, well. little old fashioned paper. And it it, it it would be different. You know, for me. I mean, uh, I I, I I always tell people I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a song snob. Uh, I like good worship. I like yeah. whether it's. Uh, I fell in love with this band now from Branson, Missouri called the Petersons. They're a very mm. strong Christian family. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Definitely. I didn't really ever hear of them, but they become an internet. You know, they have thousands of subscribers, and they do Patreons, and they do meetups and greets. And, and it, actually, they're getting ready to do a tour coming up um, this this fall over in England and uh, Ireland and stuff like that. So my point is this. I, I fall in love with it. The, one of the oldest girls is probably early 30s, probably born around the 1990s, early okay. 90s. And uh, it, she wrote a song like, uh, why does my finger, don't, that, that, my little finger doesn't have a ring on it. You know, and she wrote the song and, yeah. and it's really a cute little thing. But her brother busts on her. I, I don't know how old difference of age they are, but she goes, yeah, I used to go to the post office box. We get a few letters. Now I get thousands of letters. And I get to have to deal and give Katie the, the letters and the chocolates and the flowers and, you know, cause they all go yeah. to a PO box, you know, so it's That's sweet. So, so she is not married, but she has probably a lot of suitors. <laughs> probably <laughs> she, but she just has a natural, you know. She, I That's mean, cool. I watch her on, I watch oh. her on stage, oh. and she's smiling and happy. And but I, I, she, she lives out in Branson. Um, the band it consists of her mother playing the bass, not the bass. Uh, it's like that boom, boom, boom type of thing, you know the, uh, you know the big bass, not the not the guitar bass. <laughs> Hello? you know, or, did, did you lose me? Oh, is it the cello? Oh, she no, she plays the cello too. They all they, they're very musical. They're all um the, you got the bass, the cello, the um the the banjo, that her yeah. mother plays the bass, plus also plays the trumpet. That's um, cool. um Katie pl- doesn't have that. I haven't seen her don't do it really, other than uh, she plays the keyboard, the the piano. Um they play the mandolin, uh and then that guitar, I always get it confused. It's a flat guitar. And it's country. A lot of times you see it in country music, they're like picking it, and, it was, and it's it's like it's flat. It's not like a normal strumming. You can't, yeah. sit, but but it's flat. And yeah. they they pick it, and then they move their hand, the left hand on it. And I don't know what it's called. I'm oh. terrible at that. Hair. But my point is this: I, I fall in love with the band. I I'm going to do an interview in Branson. I got a couple people there. I got a pastor friend of mine that's there, and uh, so I wrote her. I said, "Hey, have you ever heard of this family?" He goes, yeah, I've heard of them. I've never, I don't, I don't know them personally. He said, ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to check it, them out. Peterson. Yeah, it's, like, it's called Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter Peterson. Yeah, P-E-T-E-R-S. Yeah, S-O-N or S-E-N. They yeah. Or, yeah. They're out of Branson, Missouri, so you, you'll you find them on there. I'll, I'll send you a link, too. Uh, I'll, oh. I'll send you a video link. Up to them.
1: Yeah, the community but, here, though, it's, you know, pretty relaxed, family-oriented. We're about mm-hmm. two two hours from New York City. We live oh, right that's not too bad. Of, yeah, we live right on the border of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, by the Delaware River. Okay. Um, and we're about an hour north of Philadelphia. So, yeah, you know, um, it, it's, it's really nice. You know, we have, like, that mountainous feel, but we also have the river, and we have the, the Jersey oh, Shore
0: hours. Wow. So. Oh, that sounds – so that's cool. I miss those. I mean, I, I always say most people retire and move to Florida. Um, I'm going to retire and move to, like, Tennessee. <laughs> or North Carolina, you know yeah. it, it's it's just it's just because I'm actually someone told me a you, know half, called, Evan,
1: you, you know you'd be Say it again. You know you'd They say when you're from the north and you move to Florida, but you go halfway. They call right. backers. You don't oh, go all the way up north. You go halfway. Halfbackers.
0: Halfbackers. halfbackers. Okay, the <laughs> halfback. Well, I always had a running joke. It says, "Yeah, my goal was the the go to move to Tennessee." But on the way flying there, I missed it and landed in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, uh, you know, Tennessee, I love, I mean, I used to go in business to, to Charlotte, North Carolina uh, for like 10 years, every, twice a year. And then, um, was it Raleigh, South Carolina? It's right over the border, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. So I used to go there a lot. And there was a Lake Wiley there. A friend of mine had a house there. and I, I, I like Gatlinburg, Tennessee, you know, um, Pigeon Forge. You know, yeah. I, I want to take a once I get my bus, I want to take some vacation trips there. And I want to look for some land. And someone told me about this. There's you buy undeveloped land, which is like it's it's developed, but it's not it's undeveloped. It's classified undeveloped because you still have power, storage and water. You just, you just and, and it's in the mountains, and it's the rivers, and it's basically an RV community in an undeveloped land. So there's no taxes because it's not developed. That's great. I just lost you, but I don't think oh. I lost you. It Hello. was me. Did, did, I can, are you there? I can, I'm here. Okay. I, I Somehow I, I lost you, which is <laughs> weird. It just all of a sudden went black, and it could be my screen. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Technical issues with computers drive me crazy. Like I started to tell you earlier, I have my great new 4K camera. Uh, when I look at the file, it, everything looks great, nice and clear. Put it in the Final Cut, and and then all of a sudden it starts flashing. Oh and, man! And, and it it could have something to do with. the' uh, I, I'm. A, I got to talk to some people because it probably has to do with what they call um, FPS, uh, frames per second. Mm. And uh, I usually shoot at 29.97, which is like 30 frames a second. And this time I was recording in 24 or 25 frames per second. So my timeline is always set up for 29. So LEDs, I've noticed with LEDs, um, whether they're on ring lights or even overhead fluorescent lights, if they dim a little, it will, the camera will pick it up and it will be, fl- it will be flashing. Because I, yeah. I did that in the church. Uh, all, we turned down the lights, we dimmed them, and then all of a sudden the lights were flashing. I go, What the heck's going on here? But right. something about if you get a certain frequency of an L- LED light with a camera, it it will flash. So, but so you sound like you have a nice community. Sounds really restful and peaceful, and you're not far. I said you said what? Two hours from New York City yeah uh, how long how long does it take you We think to get to Boston probably, probably um, six. We looked six
1: that up. yeah probably five six we have friends we're gonna visit at the end of uh, well at the beginning of September, yeah, it's about five and a half I think to downtown. Five and a half.
0: okay, yeah. that's good to because and a half I, I this is where I've started to plan my trips because the fact is you know I mean even though I could drive longer, I mean why kill myself you know literally, mm. so you know so you you figure you get up in the morning, sun gets up around 6, 37 o'clock, you head out, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 2, or 3. That's eight hours, you know, and then you stop overnight, you you know drive drive eight hours, and then, and then you pick up. That's why I was telling you about um, Harvest Hosts because, you know, mm. you pull in there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, it's all self-contained. You have to have everything in your bus. You can't open up your slides. Uh, well, I think you might be able to open up your slides, but you can't put out picnic tables and all that kind oh. of stuff. And, and then you have to ask permission to run your generator, so you have to ask that and, yep. and you can, and the rule is you cannot ask them to stay an extra night, but they can yeah. ask you, but you can't ask them that's the political that's the, it's, it's the politeness is you know and again if they have some type of, of tour, whether it's an orchard or a winery or something like that that you you have to they, they want you to support it because there's, there's a cheap fee I think it's like 80 to 100 bucks a year for to be a member. But when you go to the places that they're hosting it, they you don't have to pay. It's not like, okay, it's $25 a night or something like that. Yep. It's, it's free. So, again, you're free is by helping them out. And and I can understand this with churches. I mean, I, I'm sure like your church, uh, my church doesn't do stuff every single day. We're Ooh. Now, we're in a strip mall here, so it's a little bit different. But if we were a standalone building, the church gets used on Monday nights for a men's meeting. Thursday night, right now, for kind of like a, a an, uh, an outreach type of thing for you know, yeah, street street ministry inside that inside the church, and then Sunday service. That's it. Yeah. The rest of the time, well, this and our building is a little different because there's three companies: there's Identity Church, there's C- C- CLC Sales, which is the lighting company, which is owned by the pastor, and he has his crew here, and then I, the Millennium Beat, is here. So no. we we actually use the building, but most churches. You know, they, unless there are a church that's really hopping and doing something every night, their property is sitting there just wasting, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So they, becoming this harvest host, they, you know, I come stay and I make a twenty five dollar donation to the church. All I'm doing is parking in their parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not doing anything. You know, I, I get there late in the afternoon and I leave early in the morning and, you know, uh, you know as I said, they make twenty five, fifty bucks or whatever. You know, so it's a yeah. pretty good concept. I I like I like it. So. So going back to your community, it sounds like a really nice place to live. You made a good decision. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's
1: definitely so. A, a change of pace, but um, you know, I think sometimes you know you you know you, you make those changes, and yeah, of course, do so I still you know miss Florida? I do, and you know, I always think about my life. I'm like, wow, this was so different, but um, yeah. there's something special about up here that I think that's why people kind of want to live away from the city, right? Um, Yeah, we actually went to an Amish event, funny enough, because we live close to.
0: That's what I was wondering, because some of the talking you were talking, I said, I wonder how far he is from Amish, because that's in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, Lancaster is about two hours, um, two hours and a half. So we went to, this is actually interesting, um, and it's fresh in my mind because this happened last weekend. We went to an event, it was called Family Days on the Farm. And it was in Christiana, PA. And um, it was a farming event, but also like a wellness education mm-hmm. event. But it was attended, to be honest, 70, 80% Amish Mennonite community, and 20% were probably, as they call, like English people or like non Amish, right. non Mennonite. Um, so, yeah, like we would see people on their horse and buggies. Yeah, um, I remember that when I was a kid. And I saw that. That's so interesting. So I've always like seen videos, seen documentaries, but right. it was cool to like be in the same place as them, uh-huh. you know, the Amish Mennonite, and you know, just normal, like they're they're you know they're, they're right. of course dressed up in their you know um, oh, yeah. clothing, and you know they didn't and, and the girls with the
0: white do they still do that yep. the white hat the and white stuff like hats, yep and it, the guys It's un unfo- it's unfortunately the thing I think of most of when I think of the Amish is not the people I've seen in person. It's that Weird Al, what is his name? Yankovic. Yankovic, do a song with the the Amish. So that song is like in my head, I can see that. But I have have been up in Lancaster in that area that I have seen the horses, you know, with the little red triangle in the back and, you know, being... Yeah, so I
1: just found out um, through another video that if there's a triangle on the back, I think it's Mennonite, but if there's no triangle, it's Amish. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. And also, if I got it correctly, and also there are some Amish and Mennonite communities that like, depending on their church and the elders of the church that make decisions will basically guide them in so far as like, you can have technology or no technology, you can have a power tool or no, it needs to be done by horse or manual labor. So what I found out is, um, that, yeah, depending on the church community and what you know, Amish Mennonite community you're in, it differs. Like we saw some Amish Mennonite in horse and buggies and some were actually in a car, you know, oh, wow. We saw some with cell phones, some with not, you know, so it's very fascinating. But anyway, yeah. we're at that event and they're having health talks and everything. And this is what I kind of wanted to talk about today, which is interesting. Okay. Um, But I'll share this story with the Amish guy and then I'll share the speakers. Okay. Um, story. But uh, I was, you know, walking around, you know, like they had vendors there. Awesome food, by the way. There's something oh. about that community. It's just amazing. stuff. Right. pretzel and the fry. Yeah. They have this one drink, because I can't drink coffee. They have this um, dandelion root tea. Which oh, wow. is a Substitute. And it's amazing. Hmm. Uh, I just can't have coffee because the acidity and it just wrecks my stomach. But right. anyway. Um, I was walking to see the horse um, lessons and there was a gentleman, you know, uh, had, you know, the hat, the overalls, typical um, clothing wear. And he asked me, like, you're not from around here. What are you doing here? (laughs) Like, in a nice way. It wasn't like, what are you doing here? But, um, oh, no, like um, our friends actually are here. We're we're here with them. You know, I have a fascination with culture and learning about health and wellness and farming. And he's like, just nodding. You know, and I was like, How about you? What do you do? He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm a dairy farmer. I was like, Oh, like, how long? Like, 30 years. I was like, oh, wow. Cool. He's like, Have you ever heard of Organic Valley? And I was like, Oh, yeah, they, they the milk, you know, provides like, Yep, yeah, we, we, we contract with them. And then, um, I was like, Oh, you live around here? Like, Yeah, 25 mile radius, you know, just kind of keeping things private.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: But, um, and at the end, it wasn't a good buy. It wasn't like, it was just like, All right, then. So it's interesting. Like sometimes, like we like we feel like, oh, that would be unpolite. But that's right. just the way they are. Like you kind right. of, you know, you learn and like learn about people's cultures. But anyway, mm. the story that I was getting to was there was a speaker there. and He's an awesome speaker. Um, there's people in my family that read his books. His name is Joel Saladin, and he's a farmer guy. He calls himself. He's a Christian. He calls himself okay. a lunatic farmer. But um, he said musings from South Carolina. There was like a little story he wrote in this right. little uh, book, and he said um uh, i I got stuck in South Carolina because my uh well, maybe for you, Kevin, that would have been nice if you got stuck, you know right, <laughs> right, yeah <laughs> hey, I got stuck. Nice. um I have one more speaking engagement, um the hotel, well, oh, the airport gave me a hotel, which is nice. uh, I looked at the menu, nothing I would eat though. He's a farmer. Like he's all about clean, right? The food, organic. And he's like, all right. So I took the shuttle. Uh, it says musings from the shuttle ride. So he's in the shuttle ride, South Carolina. He's like, wow, look at all those beautiful trees. Oh my goodness. My cows could be so happy under that shade. Shame though. There's nice landscape art. Like it's very uh, well maintained, but that could feed thousands of families. Wow. I see a family over there. Um, you know, the husband and wife have a child. I wonder what the child is thinking about. Does she want to grow her own food? Does she want to be uh, something when she grows up? But I look Mm -hmm. at the family and unfortunately they're glued to their screen. I look at the shuttle that I'm in and I want to have a conversation with someone, but they're glued on their screens. Right. And and he gets to the airport and he mentions, um, you know, I get through security and everything. Um, you know, it's fine. But then I see people, again, glue their screen. Are they looking up seeds to plant? Are they looking up things to do? (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, has Google figured out the algorithm to getting people off their phones? They want you on it. What's that? Actually, they want you on it. More. Oh. So it was just interesting. You know, I came from that event. I'm reading that. And for one, it makes me want to read more. But secondly, Mm -hmm. just what are we doing with our time? We always talk about time management and energy management. You right. know, I do go, go overwhelmed. You know, I get overwhelmed by the work I do and the life right. that I live. But I think we have to think about what are ways to connect, you know, with mm-hmm. nature, of course, but also with each other. Like this is an amazing platform, right? But then right. take it and then how can we apply it and, you know, just be out with people and then, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting just to share.
0: Well, the interesting thing, as I said, the pandemic changed everything on how we, same with your profession, is how we interact with people. I yep. mean, um, before people have the phones. And I think that's because it drives me crazy. If we're sitting down together having dinner or lunch at a restaurant, you and your wife, and you're both sitting there going, "Yeah, you know, I I, I actually yelled at one of my friends. I said, hey, if, if you don't stop, I said, I'm not going out to eat with you ever again. Because I said, if you don't like my conversation, what I'm talking about, which is fine, give me a subject you want to talk about, but get rid of that phone. I never see you. I mean, this is a guy, in, you know, in Vero Beach. I never see him. I want to great. wow, we'll, we'll go out and have breakfast. But the point was this, you're t- you're telling somebody, if, if you, if I I didn't shut my phone off. Last time I didn't shut off my phone, somebody else called called me, another client, another, not a client, another uh, guest. So they're sitting there with their phone going, you know, it's like. Okay, Like I'm talking to you right now, you, you can tell I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the phone compared to looking at you like right now. But we've come in kind of society, we've got so much phone or screen time, whether it's an iPad or a tablet or a yeah. phone. We have got so much screen time. There's this girl that I talk to who's 15 and a half going on, six, six, 15 and a half going on 30, you know. Um, and, and when she's on restriction because she's being punished, she gets her phone taken away from her. And I told her grandmother, because she lives with her grandmother, I said, you know, um, when she is on restrictions, she is the better person I like talking to because we mm-hmm. have conversations. We talk about different things. She tells yeah. me about school. She tells me about boyfriends or boys that she likes or, yep. you know, or, or girls she's having problems with. There's a conversation yeah. where if, if she has her phone, she's either playing a video game or texting somebody or something like that. And I can barely get like, hey, you. And, you know, like you have to go over there and shake her, you know, like to get a response, you know. So society has it's, is, is, it's got mm-hmm. that way.
1: It's It has got that way. And I think for us, it's amazing. Like, I, I love technology. I use it for my school job right. uh, as an advisor, as a counselor. Like, be able to counsel someone from Saudi Arabia, which I talked to you Oh, earlier, yeah. Right. Like, oh, like, that is fascinating. But, um, you know, every, with everything in life, it's a balance. But... what Mm -hmm. what i got from that joel slatin guy is just you know what in your life do you want god to do um in your life a lot of times you're like god i want to improve this in my life or like Mm -hmm. for me i want to you know be able to sit down for 30 minutes and just read or you know Mm -hmm. i want to be able to um you know do something that i've always wanted to do well the thing is we've gotten like a lot of our coping skills tend to be on a device right like right it's great. Like we love to connect with people, but even our apps have gotten on there, banking, everything. But if we can learn to like, in a way like Marie Kondo, <laughs> minimalize our lives to like mm. more touch physical, um, right. have a balance would be helpful. Like there's a saying that you know some people connect face to face or shoulder to shoulder. Meaning right. like shoulder to shoulder is like oh when you work with people or you're playing sports or you're doing ministry. But some people love that face-to-face, like what we're doing right now, like this is good. But Mm -hmm. if we're not getting that face-to-face interaction, we're going to find it in other ways. And those ways tend to be more addictive, but also Mm -hmm. they tend to be um, less fulfilling, you know. Um, So, yeah, I would encourage anyone, whether it's teens, you're right, or friends, that what they're really searching for, is they're really searching for connection and Mm -hmm. entertainment. But um, I think the youth, too, speaking on the youth, is, if we can give them a lot of like, um, you know, opportunities for like, all right, sports, theater, mm-hmm. um, you know, like being creative. There was one quote right. that I heard once that says, "I think you'll like this: "The more that we consume, the less we create."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But okay. the more that we create, the less we consume. So I think if we tap into that creativity, like just that Joel Mm -hmm. guy, like he loves farming, like what listeners, whoever's listening, like, what is, what is something that you love to do? You know, do that, you know, and do that a lot. Like too Mm -hmm. much of a good thing is wonderful. Right. So like, um, we do have to compete with culture. You said it's our society. So we are competing against, um, the augmented reality, right. I'm competing against, um, you know, like, uh, movie theaters, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer whatever movie. Um, uh, right. but you know, but if we can meet youth and like play pickleball or like, let's go, Oh, you have, you want to create a song? Let's do it. Um, we have to be like, match their energy because it, mm-hmm. because sometimes we're not enough for them. They have to go to this other, you know, realm, this media, the, our platform to get it. So right. it's
0: only, we have to compete. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I, it's funny. I was just talking to it. I did an interview and uh, I, I guess I'm on the theme because either it's either um, it's mental health. I I did a conversation with somebody that was in the mental health field. He was a yep. premature baby and stuff. And we talked about that. And we were discussing the fact of hugs and, and he wasn't touched and held when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, 30, 40 years ago, they didn't think they could, you know. So yeah. And I've learned, and whether you're human or animal, we like now most people. Now there are some people that don't like touches. I mean, and that could be something because they had a trauma in the in the early days, or it could be just just they're uh, they're not into that kind of stuff. Like you go to a church and, and, and somebody walks in, doesn't get said hi to, might be like, who cares? I don't really care. I'm here to you know worship God and pray and whatever. And they get one person walk in and nobody says hi to them. They say I hey, am going back to that church. They're not friendly. And then the right. other church, the other person says, Oh man, this is a friendly church. This is a great church. So yep. a lot of times in our life is it depends on um, you ever read the books by Gary Chapman? Not the singer, but the doctor? Love languages, yeah. Love languages. There were I can't remember her name, but there was a counselor at camp with me uh that got me reading that. She would love the book. And yeah. I've read I've read Read the, I've read the teenager version. I've read all, and and it's like I know what my love language is. Uh, if you, if you studied it, what would you guess my love language is? If you, uh, you
1: know, uh, would it be words of affirmation or physical touch. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: those are there. Okay, if you rank them, that is, uh, I would be like two and three. But okay. my number one is quality time. Mm, if you said okay, to, if you if, if if you say to me, hey, let's go grab some lunch after church or hey can we meet like I I meet with one of my partners once a month. Sometimes most of the time he pays because he makes a lot of money. <laughs> he sells million dollar properties and he's uh, one of my partners. But um he uh we'll go out to eat. We'll spend quality time. My pastor I'll I'll just call like he just went on vacation So they just down he just went to Georgia to a cabin and just 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 downloaded. Just relax. Yeah. So we're gonna get together and we'll just we might chat about business or, or my you know things that are going on. It's just me hanging out with them. So yeah, my love language is quality time. Oh, it makes sense. Um, again, uh, uh, the other one would be yes, touch. I don't usually push it, and and people, I don't go. I was saying this in that conversation. I don't really push it, but I do like it. I mean, I do like hugs and stuff like that, but I don't really. And I'm, you have to be real careful today, and you sure. know, it's you know, the only time I don't like it is if some grandma comes running up to you after you know being in church and you don't know who she is. And you're going, whoa, give me some gear in my space, you know. But most generally, I mean, I, I won't reject it. And I have had people ask me. I've had people that are that are at the church that was like, hey, can I give you a hug? I go, sure, go ahead, you know. But, awesome. yeah, that, that physical touch, uh, how I reminded me years ago, I don't even know it was called Farmville or something like that, and they had animals, and then you fed them or something like that, and the little hearts will, Oh wow. You know, fly up and big uh, because it uh it because they like and my cats i have two cats that love yeah. to be held they love to sit on my lap they you know they uh, my cat unfortunately I died bella was the most bonded cat actually the day that she dies she was in my arms sleeping like a baby for like six hours you know wow. and okay. she loved she was so bonded to me she always wanted to be around me mm-hmm. so as a human We've kind of have lost that a little bit, and uh, in, in in general, because everything is online. Like, I usually, if you ask me, how many friends do I have on Facebook? I, have, I don't know, two point five thousand friends. Yeah. Uh, but I look through the list, thought like, well, I'm bored. I want to talk to somebody. I'm at work and I have nothing to do. Oh, okay, that they're on. Don't know them. Oh, they're on. I don't know them. And and then I'll see people that are on, and I'll text them or message them, and they don't respond because their computer's on, but they're not. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it so act. I mean, yeah, 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 because it shows active, you know, and and I think uh, what we're talking about, like this kind of stuff, this is great, but this is not number one for me. Number one is like when we did at your house that we sat down and cool. we talked together. We Those are my. Yeah. Th- we had a meal. Those are the best uh, conversations that I have. I call them like love stories. Where Mm -hmm. I sit down and I know about you, you know about your wife, then you meet, you fall in love, you have kids, you know, and they grow up. You know, I like those kind of stories um, and I I like to share those things, but they can't happen as well over the computer. I mean, it's just, you just lose that a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of a touch. I mean, like this is a follow-up interview, as I said, we did back in 2020 that we did an interview with you and your wife's so this is kind of a little catching up on things and stuff like that and it, it, sometimes it's it's okay to do you know i mean it, it's i have no choice but i'm going to love it more when i drive my bus up to your house and then either you meet inside my bus because my bus you walk in sit down and everything is all ready to go and we're sitting okay. like around a, like a couch i hand you a lapel mic just like it just like an into like a tv station and hit the cameras and we're ready to go that's it but that's that's the way that I want to do, and I want to travel. So that's why I'm getting partners because to do all that kind of stuff. Um, unfortunately, I you know I need to pay the bills. I mean, gas is not gas is not cheap. You know, coaches. It's a two hundred thousand dollar coach that I have to pay for over the next twenty years. You know, so it, it's in general uh, stuff. So, um, so we kind of find that in, our, in today's society, and the youth is probably getting worse because the fact that they're growing up to be. I mean, there's kids today at kindergarten that know how to work an iPad better than I do. You know? yeah. they just, I mean, unfortunately, they're given as a device to keep them entertained. I mean, yeah. I can I can understand that, but it's just like, you know, it's just, we're losing that. We're losing that personal touch. It's, like I was talking to a Jewish guy and said one of the things that's nice about the Jewish race is the fact that they used to tell stories from generation to generation to generation. They used to pass on their heritage. As Americans, I, I think we've... Well, we might, I can't say we lost it because I don't think we ever really had it. Is that mm-hmm. how many It depends on the culture. Now, you come from a culture that, like the Jewish race, they had the culture of passing stories on from one generation to another. Yeah, that's how the, a lot of the Bible was written, because of those stories. Where today, I mean, I, I always talk about it, and I've talked about this with psychology before, my nephew doesn't really know much about his Irish side. He doesn't really care. He doesn't give a flip. His His kids, which are my great nieces and nephews, they they really don't even know I exist because mm. I, I'm not local, and that's yeah. another thing too. Years ago, when like my grandparents came here in 1914 uh, and had 12 kids, they all lived and died pretty much in the same city. Mm. Where yeah. where t- where today my sister lives three hours. She lives. You go to Tampa, which is two hours, 100 miles, and then you go south about an hour and a half. So this she's like three and a half hours from here. For me, she used yeah. to live across the street. Actually, she used to live upstairs above me. So yeah. I mean, and then my other sister lives in somewhere in East Longmeadow or somewhere in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. My brother lives in in um, Andersonville. Anderson is with the, you ever see? Ever hear that movie Radio with Cuban Junior? He, he's like, a, no, yeah. yeah, it's it's shot. It's it got, it's true story, and it's cool. about a, a guy that's from Anderson, South Carolina. And then we do one of our shows. Is uh, Beverly Fitness Show? It comes out of Anderson, South Carolina. But my point is this: I, those three, my my brother and two sisters, live way far from me. I never see them. I never really hear from them. The only time yeah. I hear from them is when I'm sick, and they think mm-hmm. I'm dying, so they call me. They don't call me when I'm alive and well. They call me only when they think I'm dying. So it's like it's yeah. like I say okay, I hate to say this. I'll say this publicly. They're not getting any of my money or any of my vehicles. Right. I'm not even worried about having a funeral because if, I would say if you're not gonna visit me now while I'm alive, why do I have to spend thousands of dollars for me to for you to see me for the last time? Well, call me. Yeah, you know, I've had cousins and, and probably brothers and yeah, they have driven right by me on the highway. You know, mm-hmm. literally. You know, I I'm, I'm right off the highway on I-4 and I four. And I when I was in Vero, I was right up pretty close off I ninety five. So so my, yeah. my point is, 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 is unfortunately, I think, is that we need to change something. We need that a little bit more interactive, um, you know, because we're also setting that stuff up for a big fall. I mean, whether it's a military attack or natural, if we lost – I mean, we are so dependent on the internet. Right now, we wouldn't be having a conversation if it wasn't for the internet. So in in general, we are so dependent. I mean, I was watching Star Trek, and it was, it was streaming, and all of a sudden, cable went out, and I was like, oh. I'm mad. So I had to come to my office and watch the rest of it. I know. We're so dependent. I mean, well, like you said, the apps, our banking, our, our financial reports, everything is on, nothing is really hard copies anymore. I mean, we don't even have a lot of things locally, you know, like on a hard drive, right. um, you know, we're, so we're, we're setting ourselves up, whether it's a natural disaster or man made to be, oh, what are kids today going to do? Like they have no internet. Do they know enough? But go outside and play, kick the can. I never did that, but I always heard people talk about it. Like when I was younger, uh, we we had nothing to do. We went outside and kicked. And our brothers called us when the street lights came on. It's time to go home, or we knew it's time to go home. We we're all over Johnny's house, and you know they knew where they yeah. we were. We didn't uh, need a cell phone. Yeah, family just having
1: that that that, that model for the kids, and, uh-huh. uh, and, well, and it, 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 watching us. Like youth are watching us how we live, and mm-hmm. I think they are those. You know they'll watch us like not just say as I say but do as I do. Right. You know, I think it's on us as our generation to show them like there are yeah. other
0: other ways. Well, there's this is a family that I just met. Found out he's like 2 years younger than me. I thought he was older because he has three daughters, a wife, a ministry. It's his name is Chris, but I don't know the name of his ministry, but it's a, like it's like Reinhard Bunky where Ironhound Monkey did a lot for Africa, he does stuff for Nigeria and places right. like that. So he does, so he, at the TV station, they rent, I think, five offices that they do. And mm-hmm. I met I met their youngest daughter and stuff like that. And she's into social media and stuff like that. But, right. but in general, what's nice about it is every day at 1230, most of the time, they sit together at a round table and they, they share a meal together. You know, even though they work all together. I mean, their office is in different parts of the building, but they share a dinner together Mm. as a family. They pray and they talk and they have a social, they socialize just for that half an hour. It's it's like, I, you know, I I don't do that. I mean, it's only me. So a lot of times what people do that are single is like, I'll eat by watching TV, which is weird. I don't know why. Cause you have to feel like you have to be with something, something familiar. Like a lot of TV shows, you get to, you get, you feel like you're part of the cast or something. I don't know what you feel. Yeah. There's like you, an
1: experience you, with it. I understand. Yeah,
0: you you kind of get used to the cast and you get to know, and you're sad when they, when the show is canceled or something like that. So it's just in general. So, so it was a great catching up with you. Is there was, anything? Evan, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to leave uh, in somebody's ear that they're, they're listening or watching something yeah. encouragement? What would you like hey. to say to them? Wow close in and wrap it up
1: thank you kevin and i appreciate you and your time um i would say something that god's teaching me is um you know just um i mean there's a lot of things he's teaching us but i would say just for the purposes of that question i would say you know just live with intentionality you know live intentionality whether that's like counseling speaking if there's a goal you want to have in your life or a wound you want to heal or maybe you know God's calling you to, again, what that farmer said, like focus on one thing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, there was a philosopher slash theologian called Sir uh, Kierkegaard, Kierkegaard. And he said, okay. pure heart is to will one thing. You know, and I think we live in a world where there's so many things. Right. But if you focus on one thing, and what does that mean, Joseph? Well, Maybe it's one relationship, just develop mm. quality instead of quantity. Or maybe it's a passion, whether it's right. like do a boutique or do a garden or, you know, mm. be a swimming athlete. But will it with all your heart, you know? And right. as I, I, I find this a lot in counseling is that sometimes we, in life, we always have trouble following through with things. Right. But, you know, that one acronym, Ohio, right? Only handle it once. I think it's like with emails. Um, okay. Like life your focus stands for follow one course until success. Okay. You know, do things want to take your time. Another quote, um, you know, that I'm still learning, but, and my wife teaches me this mm-hmm. is ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Okay. And that was by Dallas Willard. Uh, but you know, we hurry, we, we rush right. and, you know, even right now you're probably thinking or me too, like I'm thinking, Well wow, ah, I wonder what meal I'm gonna get, or we're gonna go somewhere later. Oh what what route yeah. am I gonna But just be present, you know, because right. that is that is the way to feel at peace, you know, not to be anxious for the future depressed about the
0: past, but just just enjoy that today is the day the Lord has made. You right. I I'm getting the word like enjoy the moment this moment of time. You know? Don't exactly. look at the, the, not the last moment or the next moment, look at this moment and embrace the, this moment Embr- of time and Embr- embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Embrace the moment of time, you know? And, and I mean, I, as I said about eating. food, I'm not, I'm not even thinking of what I'm doing next. This is, I don't, <laughs> I don't really care. I got, I got a lot of editing to do so I'll be in my office editing. I got, I could do some grub of it or whatever. And I don't, really <laughs> I don't really care. I don't really care. But one of the things you're saying, I know we're closing, but uh, you, you triggered a thought, um, Jesus was never. I, I I listened to a podcast about that. Jesus was never in a rush. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at uh, that. Lazarus was dying, and the, and the women came to him and says, "You know, Jesus, come." And what's he do? He stays an extra couple of days where he was. He didn't, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say, hey guys, we got, we got, to, we got to go right now." Uh, Lazarus is dying. We got to go. We got to go. No, he says, I'll, "I'll get there." You know, I mean, it was all planned out. I mean, he 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 was in the moment of time. You know, he, he, he knew the results, what was going to happen. He's got, you know, but he's not rushing. So, so if we get to the point of enjoying the moment in time, the, the, you know, you ever see the movie Star Trek on, was it Nemesis or where, don't like those, you know, don't, you, don't, you don't watch sci-fi. Um, there was an episode, I think it was, wasn't Nemesis. It was um, some show. They went to a planet and they weren't had technology. But they could actually stop the moment of time. They watch like a like a, a hummingbird, you know, just, mm-hmm. instead of going like that, it would just go like really slow. And they because oh. they they enjoyed the moment, they can you know make a, a second last a year, you know, type of thing. They were hey, under zero. Lord is a year. thousand years, right? Or something. Yeah, you know. So it's so it's like we're we're always rushing from A to Z and and not enjoying the moment of time, and and that's one of the. I mean, get. You know, I'm go oriented now and. You know, trying to get the money to save paying off bills and stuff like that is but I, I can't wait for the day that I could say I'm just gonna go to North Carolina stay at a place and just chill out and have a fire going and just me open up a book open up the Bible pray or whatever and just mm. just just un- unpack myself you know it's like I'm I'm go 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 all the time when I'm home and I yeah. I, I we all need to that we need to have that's why God gave us soul to take a day off you know we and, do. And, you're right. There
1: are seasons, though, like and even Jesus, like, where he met, he went, he did a miracle, then he had to go to a town, and then he had to heal and have a meal. So there are seasons where we do, like right. we're like makers, like we we have our normal job and we do ministry, and it's it's a lot. But you're right. There are the Sabbaths that right. you know God wants us to give to Him. But um yeah, no, yeah. I, I pray that for you that you can look forward to that season where you just enter into that
0: rest. Right. um Yeah. Well, there's a new. It's a new journey. I mean. I believe, I still believe, other than just doing interviews, I believe there's going to be miracles like crazy. I've always said that, that, you know, I'm 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 going to be not because I'm an egotistical as is, I'm going to have the point that I am not going to worry about having guests because guests are going to, going to be calling me up and say, hey, I want to be on your show. Not because yeah. of me. It's because of the platform. It's all about you. It's all about the platform of what you have to say. But as I said, you know, it's, it's your host, Kevin James. And I, I did a new cartoon jarring of me and stuff like that, but it's just because you have to have an, you know, a kind of a brand. But other than that, it's, it's, I'm not trying to promote myself. You know, I don't want to be like, I'm this big, you know, speaker or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, Hey, if you know my show? That's all I care about, you know, <laughs> it, you know, it's, Who's the host? I don't know, but I know the Millennium Beat, you know. So, and <laughs> and we're broadcast throughout the world. I mean, I got people in China, Africa, Israel, UK, uh, Canada. Uh, you know, I still haven't got anybody from which is weird because I have a buddy of mine. Uh, we actually no, actually probably was before your time, Jim Keane. He lives in oh. uh, he lives in um, Alaska, but I think I, I hear he's moving. Back. All right. I don't want to, you know, we've been talking for roughly about an hour. So that, that, you know, I'll edit down a little bit because we had a couple of goofs in here that we have, I have to fix, but, but Joseph, thank you very much for being with me today. Catching up, tell your wife. I said, hi, send her my love. love. And, uh, and then we'll um, probably the next, uh, I will, will, hopefully it won't be three years, but I will contact (laughs) with you and tell you, you're going to have a bus sitting out in your front yard. So, and we'll spend a few times and you'll show me around town and, and you, you know, stuff like that. I'll just take some downtime because I'll, I'll, I'll plan it out. So, but be again, thank here. yeah. <laughs> but again, thank you very much for being on. Yeah. Hey, everybody, you've been listening to the Millennium Beat. I'm here talking to Joseph, and I've already said thank you, Joseph. But thank you again. I appreciate it. So, everybody else, uh, we'll see you guys next week with uh, a different guest. I don't know sure who it is going to be yet, but I know there is somebody. Oh yeah, I know who it is. But stay tuned; you'll find out. All right, bye. Take care. This has been a Millennium Beat LLC production. Views and opinions of the guests are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat LLC. Check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and TikTok at The Millennium Beat or on Twitter at Millennium underscore Beat. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world, go to our website for more information. You can go to themillenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net your financial support is greatly appreciated we couldn't do all we do without your support The Millennium Beat just updated our website from the ground up. Check it out at themillenniumbeat.com or you can get there by using millenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net where you'll be redirected to themillenniumbeat.com's homepage. I want to thank Mass Inbound for their awesome work on our website. If you're looking for somebody to build your site, I recommend them. You can reach them at massinbound.com. That is M-A-S-S-I-N-B-O-U-N-D dot com. These are some of the things that you can find on our website. Homepage. You can watch our latest YouTube video or listen to our audio podcast. Also listed are some of the platforms our audio podcast is on. You'll find out when the next podcast will air and who the guests will be. On the top right, you'll find two red buttons. Learn how to help and become a guest. Under learn how to help. You can become a partner, sponsor, contributor, or contribute to the future Millennium Bus. You can give one time or monthly recurring. The choice is yours. The other button is Be a Guest. Click it, go to the form, and fill it out, and we will get back to you. We would love to hear your story. Click the About Us dropdown where you'll find stats, where we are reaching people, and to find more information on our sponsors. Click on the podcast dropdown. Then click on the calendar tab where it will tell you when the shows will air and who will be on them. Or if you need to know about any meetups of the Millennium Beats staff, partners, or listeners. Also, there might be on the calendar an event at which the Millennium Beats staff will be at. Click the guest tab for all previous guests, links to their website, social media pages, and any store they might have. Click the forms drop down. There you'll find a release, be a guest or become a sponsor for them.